Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather. We thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the opportunity to worship and giving. And now as we get ready to look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our heart and that it will grow and that it will become a great and mighty oak in our lives. We thank you and we honor you for this opportunity and for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are on to our fourth episode of our series entitled, How We Grow. And today I want to make this opening statement that growth happens when we document where we've seen God and hope to see him move. Growth happens when we document where we've seen God and hope to see him move. As we look through these episodes, we see that our first episode had, was entitled, subtitled, Guardians of Growth. Guardians of Growth, talking about guarding our heart because our heart is our center. Second episode, we, dis we discussed the power of generosity, how it is empowering not only for us to look for opportunities of, of generosity, but also it is an opportunity for us to be a blessing to someone else. Last week, episode number three, we talked about the art of mindfulness. Being in the present moment and not being distracted about tomorrow. Because tomorrow never comes. It always becomes today. And so we don't want to add more to today than today has for us to deal with. Today in Episode number four, which is where we are right now, is a little bit different when we start talking about spiritual disciplines because it is not something that we hear a lot about being a spiritual discipline. Today, our subtitle is Writing Our Way to Growth. Writing Our Way to Growth. And so, as we think about that, let's look at the definitions. Our First definition is grow, and grow is to advance, to improve, to make progress. Disciplines is our second. It is to instruct or educate, to inform the mind, to prepare by instructing in correct principles and habits. And our third definition for today is journal. Another name for journal is a diary an account of daily transactions and events, or the book containing such accounts. As we think about what it is that we are doing, we have to look at some scriptures to get us on that track. The first scripture is coming from Joshua, the first chapter, starting at the sixth verse. This is the English Standard Version. And Joshua 1 and 6 says, Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, 
being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Yes, you said it three times. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's jump over to Psalms, the 25th chapter, starting at the first verse. Psalms 25, 1. It says, To you, O Lord, I will lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. I got another scripture for you. Psalms 119, starting at verse number 14, going to 18. In the ways of your testimonies, I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Father, bless the reading of your word. May it fall upon the good soil of our heart in Jesus' name. As we look at all these scriptures and you're saying, well, you talked about journaling. You didn't say nothing about writing. That, uh, exactly right. Because everybody is used to thinking about journaling as writing. But journaling also is the documentation of oral history. So to say that is to say that the Bible in itself is a journal of the wondrous works of God. Nobody said amen, but that's all right. Because it, it, it's, it's very, very difficult sometimes for us to understand this, that this is the documentation of how God has done things in our lives, even when really we just did not think that God was going to do anything. We, we had more reason to not believe that God was going to do it than to believe he's going to do it. But when we document it and we go back and look at it and we say God was true to his word. So that's why in the, uh, Psalms 119, we, we see that the word of God doesn't need changing. It's us that need to adjust to the standard that God has established. The, the, uh, uh, the psalmist did not need a new revelation. He just needed to see the revelation that God had already given. As we said before, revelation is the understanding of a mystery that has come before us. 
It's not that he needed a new set of eyes to see God's word. It's that he needed to get his eyes clear in order that he can see what God is doing. So what we have to get our mind wrapped around is that it's good for us to write down things that we have asked of God. It is good for us to write down things that God has said to us. It is good for us to review those things that we have asked of God and God has said to us. Why? Because it becomes this meditational thing that we can rely on to say if he's done it before, he can do it again. If he's answered it before, he can answer it again. Why is it so important? Because it builds up our faith, our total confidence that God can do what he said he's going to do. It is this very thing that we see the uh, Joshua, the new leader of the children of Israel, when God is getting ready to send him out, he says, be strong. Not only be strong, but be courageous. Courageous means to still act in the midst of your fear. Be strong and be courageous. Why? Because you have had that exposure to me and Moses interacting. So you walk in that. You walk in how you've written that down, how you have place it into the recesses of your mind and do it again and again. You can meditate. You can walk it over in your mind the very fact that just like I told Moses I'm going to be with him, I'm going to be with you. Having a documented way of going back and reviewing the things that I have done will cause you to be more encouraged about what I'm doing in your life right now. There is a, there is a, 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 a um, I don't even know how I want to say the word. There is a lack of us writing like we used to in the old days. Then the old days mean last week. But anyway, <laughs> as we are going along and as we're doing what we're doing, now everybody is picking up their cell phone and they're talking into their cell phone. I found out that they no longer teach cursive writing in school. And by the looks of some people's handwriting, they probably do do, they probably are doing cursive, they just don't know it. But the, 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 the thing that I'm looking at is that there's no longer this emphasis on writing. It's more an emphasis on using the, the, uh, the apparatus that we have today of voice to text, uh, of uh, the, uh, the AI, we put in the stuff and the AI writes it for us, and I'm not against any of that, but when it becomes your primary way, you have to sometimes be careful that you do not lose the strength of yes, yes. Make a point. the old way of doing it. Right. 
sitting down with a pencil and paper. And what it does is it causes more of your body to be involved with the process. One of the things that we learn is that the more of your body, your sense, senses that you get involved in something, the easier it is for you to lock it in. So if you are writing, you got your eyes involved, and a lot of us are talking while we're writing, so we get our ears involved, and we have our hand involved, so that means we have uh, our tactile system involved. We got all these various systems involved, so it becomes more of a something that resonates with our body. Now, I ain't trying to talk bad about folks, but you know now, you be walking around and you hear somebody say, well, hello, how you doing? And you get ready to speak to them and you realize they're talking on their little ear things. They got their ears. They ain't even talking to you. <laughs> because now we're in this, this thing where it's all about being digital and being functional. And, and I, again, I don't have any issue with that, but there's something about having a little notebook that you're writing things in. That you're saying, I prayed that God would answer this for me on this date. And then being able to go back and, and putting a, a circle around that and putting a finalized date when God has answered it. Just does something for your heart, your mind, and your spirit. So this discipline of journaling, I'm not telling you that every day that you need to journal. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to find some time in order to write down what you and God are talking about. Do you realize that your word in a court of law does not have as much uh, leverage as a written document with both of your signatures on it? Y'all catch that tomorrow. So you can sit there and talk about it, but it does not have the same level of effect as it's something that is written down with a signature on it. I'm going to say it one more time. You can say it all day long, but it does not have the same level of effect as something that is written down and has your signature on it. There's something about it being able for others to see it and say, yep, that's what he wrote. Which in turn, I'll take that, which in turn means that's what he said. Can we get that into our minds? Can we wrap our minds around God is speaking to us continually? And because he's speaking to us continually, sometimes we get so comfortable with God speaking to us that we sometimes forget what God has said to us. But if we're writing it down, this is what the Lord said to me. Or this is what stands out in my mind about what the Lord says to me. And you go back a week later and you look at that. It might have a little different connotation. It may have a more intense purpose in you because you've written it, written it down and went back to it. Did you know that sometimes your mind can lie to you? There is the story of... The four blind men who were introduced to an elephant. 
And as the four blind men went up to the elephant, the first one grabbed his tail and said, an elephant is like a rope. The another one went to his side and placed his hands on his side and said, no, an elephant is like a wall. The other one went to his legs and said, no, he's like a table. And the other one went to his trunk and said, no, he's like a hose. But what we would need to do is get all those together, kind of synchronize them a little bit, and we can see what an elephant is truly like. But because we get a perception of how something is, does not necessarily mean that's how it is. We used to watch a TV show, I can't remember the name of it, but they did an experiment where they had a, a two actors in the midst of a bunch of people. And these two actors acted like they were having an altercation. The uh, actors then acted like the altercation uh, uh, elevated to an assault, and then the police showed up, it was all fake, but the police showed up and they asked the people, what did they see? And it was funny because one person said the, uh, the taller person had on a blue coat. The other one said the taller person had on a red coat. And the other person said the taller person had on a black coat. And it goes to show how sometimes your mind does not really see in order to help you understand what you see. But as you start writing down things, it causes a clarity yes. to your mind. Yes. Yes. I just want us to get better. I just want us to do better. That way we can be better. And that we can grow and renew our mind to operate in how God designed for us to operate. One writer says that journaling is a way of paying attention to our lives, a way of knitting the vast ball of our experiences into something with shape that attests to the state of our soul. On the pages of a journal in the privacy of a moment, we can take 10 of the steps in the truth and scour our feelings, hurts, ideas, and struggles before God. And then it says, over time, repetitive themes, sins, compulsions, hope, and concerns emerge. It can be the place where we sound off before God so we don't sound off in an inappropriate way to others. I'm going to write this down before I cuss somebody out. Oh, I ain't supposed to say that in church. All right. Uh, we, we, we have to get ourselves wrapped around. We have to get ourselves placed in a way so that we are examples of how God desires for us to interact. Again, I don't, I, I'm not a finger-pointing person. <coughs> I'm not a finger pointing person because 
always look at this at how God, why did God put this on my heart in order for us to talk about it? Because this is one of the things that I do a dance with all the time. I should write this down. I'm going to write it down later. Um, um, what was that I was going to write down? Right, right. I know I'm the only one to do this. That's why I'm just talking about me. And then I'll be like, man, what was that I was supposed to write down? <laughs> well, I'm tired right now. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll take care of it tomorrow. And what I tell you, tomorrow never comes. It always becomes today. And then the next week you'll be like, God gave me an idea. I don't. What was that idea God gave me? Right. Right. What was it? A lot of us, I'm going to say this and then, then I, I think I'm going to call it a day. A lot of us, I believe, God has given ideas, purposes, He has given us direction that will cause a change in the world's atmosphere. Mm. In the world's atmosphere. Yes. But because we did not take it as precious as mm -hmm. God was giving it, the world has missed out on Jesus. things because we were not diligent in how mm. we interacted with it. There's a saying that the richest place in the world is the graveyard. There are millions of books that have not been written, songs that have not been sung, ideas that have not come to fruition because of one reason or another. I do not want us as the chosen children of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to miss out on opportunities in order to cause folks to realize that God is real, that God is supreme over all and everything because he took this young person, this old person, this middle-aged person and did something supernatural with them that causes folks to say, only God could do something like that. Only God could do something like that. So I would encourage you. I'm not telling you. I'm just encouraging you. To keep a notebook by your nightstand. To keep a notebook in your pocket. And write down ideas that come to you. Write down what God is speaking to you about. Write down those things. And if you want to put it on your computer later on, go right ahead. If you want to voice the text it later on, by all means, go all ahead. But then you have a backup if the computer goes down. You have a backup if you forget to write it, I mean, to record it. But it's important and imperative to us and to those that are around us, that we begin to write down how marvelously God is working in our lives and on our behalf. And it may not be a great and mighty thing to us at the moment, but if you reflect on it, you can say, God's been with me all the way.
God has been guiding me all the way. And then we can celebrate in the fact that God has a plan specifically for me. That's why I'm still here. God still has something for me to do. That's why I'm still here. Makes me think about Colonel Sanders, the, the, the originator of Kentucky Fried Chicken. He didn't start that idea until he was 60 years old. 60 years old. And now folks are still eating his KFC. And he's you and he has created a legacy that has affected the world. You go to China, they got a KLC. You go to Russia, they got a, they got KLC all over the place. They got a KLC right next to the church where we worshiping in right now. KLC is all over. Why? Because at 60 years old, he said that he had this he had uh, saw this idea and did he he executed it and it became a national brand. They now relate KLC to, to, to the United States. Fried chicken. Now there's some other things they did at KLC I don't agree with, but putting mashed potatoes on everything and all that, that's, a, that's crazy, but the chicken is all right still. All right, I'm sorry, I got a little, must be a little hungry. All right, <laughs> I want to go ahead and close out with this. When we started out, the opening thought was this. Growth happens when we document where we've seen God and hope to see him move. Uh, the key word in that is document. Growth happens when we document, when we discipline ourselves to take time to put pencil to paper and document what is going through our minds, what God is doing in us right now. And then our application point for today is this, which is our final thought. One important way to grow in faith is through journaling. I'm going to say that one more time. One important way to grow in faith is through journaling. You know, the person in the back just waved at me. One important thing to grow, one important way to grow in faith is through Journaling. What was that? Yeah, okay. One important way to grow in faith is through journaling. Don't look at it as a pain. Look at it as a discipline that helps you to grow in your faith. I can't write. You're the only one going to read it. <laughs> write it the way you need to write it. It don't sound right. It won't, won't look right to you. I'm not looking at it. You, this, this is for you. So every excuse that you come up with, I'm telling you, it's just an excuse. Start. And I'm telling you, God's going to do something great in your life. And it also, I, I got one more thing. There's a lady by the name of Florence Littower who um, talked a lot about temperaments. But she said her husband was a journaler. He journaled his prayers. And when he passed away, 
He had stacks and stacks and stacks of the memo books. And she could go back and look, and it caused her to remember some times when she was going through some things, and she saw that he had prayed for her, and, and then saw the result of that. And it, it just became this, this thing uh, of legacy, this thing of encouragement for her. Because, now, he, now that's a journaler. When you write down every word that you pray, now you know that brother's a journaler. And he would journal all his prayers in these, in these notebooks. And she was able to go through them and see how much he prayed for her. And it just becomes something that's important for us to write it down. Now, I know we're used to hearing the spiritual disciplines of praise and all that. But sometimes the, the simple things are the things that we really need to focus on because they become foundational. All right? All right. Now... Again, journaling is important to everyone, but the one thing that I think is the most important to me is that you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. To me, all, all the disciplines are, are good, but having a relationship with Jesus is most important. The Bible lays it out like this. It says that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And what that means is the current disposition that we're in is going to lead, for, uh, lead to us being separated from God. But if we accept the gift that God has for us, which is his son Jesus, we will have eternal life. And to accept this gift is not a hard thing. The Bible says it like this. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It says, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And it even goes on to say that everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Saved means to be rescued, means to be delivered, means to be set in a new position so that you no longer live a life that is destined for death or separation from God, but one that will bring life and bring that life more abundantly. Now, I, want to, I, have to, I have to tell you this, that this is not an individual event, but this is a team sport. Which means that we want to come alongside you and assist you along this journey. Wherever you are in the world, you can contact us at info at godshousecc.com. Or you can text us at 864-920-0100. We will come alongside you and we will assist you along this journey. Why? Because we believe that we can do better together. And because of that, we want to come alongside you and assist you with this journey. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, that is episode number four in the books. Excuse me. Writing our way to growth. Journaling. Putting it down so it becomes something we can reference later to encourage our faith. 
We hope something is said today that motivates you to begin to have that notebook and that pen or pencil so that you can write down. You can print. You can write in cursive. You can write in block. Whatever way you want to do it. I just want you to write. Please just write something down. And that way it can begin to show you and help you to grow and help to increase your faith. Next week we're going to be into episode number five. And I'm not going to tell you what that is. Show up next week and you'll find out. Because it's going to talk about us being in a community. I know I just told you. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. We're going to talk about being a part of the community of believers next week. All right. Amen. So with that being said, until next week. God's blessings be upon you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.